Your organic search is over. Here's Naturally Savvy with health experts Andrea Donsky and Lisa Davis. Hello, everybody. I'm Andrea Donsky, and my co-host Lisa Davis is off today. Today we have a very special guest, and we are going to be talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. Dr. Mary Harrell is a licensed psychologist and the author of a new book called Imaginal Figures in Everyday Life, Stories from the World Between Matter and Mind. Welcome to the show, Dr. Harrell. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, so let's talk. I mean, what inspired you to write this book? Tell us a little bit about what the topic of the book is and then what inspired you to write it. Okay. So the topic of the book is imaginal figures in everyday life. <clears throat> Excuse me. And people will often say to me, well, what are imaginal figures? Mm-hmm. They're figures that come to us in dreams. They're figures that grab us when we read a fairy tale or a myth or see a particularly good film. They're characters from stories that mm-hmm. get a hold of us and won't let go. They're so also... Are these- uh, they can also be uh, visionary uh, figures like ghosts or guides that some people report having. I was just going to ask you that. <laughs> you answered yeah. my question. All right, so yeah. so that's great. So basically, you know, as a licensed psychologist, I mean, what I find fascinating about your work is that you don't hear this very often from, you know, someone in your field. So what got you interested in talking about this? And I guess, you know, because some people like, you know, listening might say, oh, it's hocus pocus. Oh, it's airy right. fairy. I mean, this is so, it's, it's so, it's so, I, I mean, oh. I believe this with my whole heart. So, you know, tell me what got you interested in this? Okay. It's so important. Um, without being willing to look at the reality of imaginal figures, instead of kind of pushing them off in a corner, a corner that with a big sign that says an imaginal figure is um, something for children or it's something that's not real, for people who are willing to look at imaginal figures for what they are, which is a real gift to us, amazing things happen. So what started me doing this work was a sad thing. Really, it was a two-part deal, and the first part was sad. When I was 13, I was one of six children, and we were beloved by my mother and father. And then suddenly, my mother died in childbirth, giving us our seventh sibling. Mm. So the whole family was grieving. We were lost. We were essentially without soul. And two years into this tragedy, this family tragedy, um, I had an experience one evening where a woman came to me. She wasn't my mother, but she was a tender and lovely woman. And in her hand, she had a box. She wanted to give me this box. But because I was a young girl and I had no one to talk to, no wise woman in my life, like my mother would have been. I thought she was a ghost, and I was so frightened that I did everything in my power to make her stop manifesting, because she was coming toward me Hmm. with this box. Hmm. Well, that experience continued for 22 years. Wow. And I learned early on not to tell anybody about it, because they would think maybe I was mentally ill. But then when I was about 37, she stopped coming. In my early 40s, I had been a teacher for for most of my career, but in my early 40s, I went to begin my clinical training to become a clinical psychologist, 
at Pacifica Graduate Institute in Santa Barbara, California. And I was studying analytical psychology, which is the psychology of the unconscious. And I was studying Freudian psychology at the time. And lo and behold, finally, I found a lens with which to look at that earlier experience. Analytical psychology was the lens. And I found a language that I could talk about it. And I found a body of research that people had been doing since the early 1900s. So I was so excited that I decided to study not only that angel that visited me, but to do a study of the many other imaginal figures that had come up in several stories that I chose from my personal life. I couldn't talk about my clients. You know, that wouldn't be ethical. I couldn't even kind of hide their, you know, their locations and their names and then talk about them. We, we don't do that. But I could talk about myself and study the, the different figures that had come up in different periods of my life. And they come up for one thing only, always. It's to help us grow or to transform us or to heal us if we're suffering. Or even to remind us, I, you know, in the work I was doing yesterday, I had seen a, a imaginal figure of a man. It was a bald man, and it happened to be a man in a robe, and it was reminding me to take a breath, to meditate, to do some uh, yoga. Yes. So, you know, and I love that you're, you know, you're talking about this. So, I, you know, for those of you who are listening who might think, ah, oh, you know, this, this is so airy-fairy. I mean, the truth is, you know, people can refer to these imaginal figures as angels, beings, guides, fairies, you know, God, whatever it is that you that you you refer to it as. But I know for me and in my life with my children, especially, we talk about angels a lot. So angels are a big part of our life. And I ask my kids to speak to their angels and we read books on angels. And, you know, and from what I understand, and you could tell me this, Dr. Harrell, is that our guides and angels are there for us to call upon them and ask them for help and, you know, thank them and for gratitude. So how could people, so let's say they have these imaginal figures in their world and they're kind of, they're not sure, they're unsure, they're maybe a little bit scared. How could they welcome them into their life and change their perception or, or be able to communicate with them? Well, first of all, can I just say, I love you because you're teaching your children that it's okay to dialogue with their angels and their guides that it's something that's accepted by the most important person in their life, who would be their mother. Mm -hmm. So I think your children will grow up, and they won't be part of that large group of people who think this is, you know, something out there, kind of new agey, which, which it's not. Mm -hmm. So what I, what I say to many people, and I do this a lot in my therapy practice, I tell them that what the imaginal figures want is to be in relationship with us. So we're asked to kind of stay with them and be with them. Whether they come in, let's say some figures come in a dream, then when you wake up, it would be totally lovely to just write the dream and then go about your day, live your life. People are busy. But at some other point in the day, go back to that dream and just underline the figures that were in the dream, a wave, a bald-headed guy, an angel, a fiery house. They're all figures. And ask yourself, you know, what do I associate with this figure? What comes up for me when I'm being with this figure? Now, another way to do it is to focus on a particular question. You know, 
I'm noticing I'm not sleeping very well. I'm noticing somehow um, my diet has gone down the tubes and I know the right things to eat, but I'm not eating them. That would be focusing. And then just sit in in a room quietly for 10 to 20 minutes and just begin writing. Write anything for 20 minutes. When you're done writing, underline the words or the lines or the sentences that you have read that resonate with you, that kind of make you wonder or make sense to you. Because by the very fact that you ask the question, you know, why am I not eating right? Uh, Why am I uh, moving too fast and not, not having a balanced life? That signals those imaginal figures, the guides, the angels, the allies, we call them all of those things. It signals them, I'm listening to you, start talking to me. I love it. And, you know, I'm looking at my clock. I'm like, oh, we're out of time already. Really? (laughs) I could talk about this all day long. So, Dr. Harrell, thank you so much for being on our show today. And I would love you to come back because I would love to continue the conversation around children as we were talking about before. You can learn more about Dr. Mary Harrell on her website at maryharrellphd.com. I'm Andrea Donsky. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Thanks for listening, everyone, and speak to your angels. Stay well.